Good morning, Dr. Leo Hatfield. Welcome to day 20 of our reading plan as we read through the book of James. In this time, I want to invite you to read, meditate, and pray over these passages as we trust God for a faith that works. James 5, 7 says, Therefore, brothers and sisters, be patient until the Lord's coming. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth and is patient with it until it receives the early and the late rains. You also must be patient. Strengthen your hearts because the Lord's coming is near. Brothers and sisters, do not complain about one another so that you would not be judged. Look, the judge stands at the door. Brothers and sisters, take the prophets who spoke in the Lord's name as an example of suffering and patience. See, we count as blessed those who have endured. You have heard of Job's endurance and have seen the outcome that the Lord brought about. The Lord is compassionate and merciful. Above all, my brothers and sisters, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes mean yes and your no mean no, so that you would not fall under judgment. James is beginning to wrap up his letter in the same way that he started. When it comes to the suffering that all Christians will eventually experience in some form or another, let us endure with patience. This life is not the full picture. If your expectation in following Christ is to have a comfortable and trouble-free life, you've not really read the Bible or seen the call of true Christian apprenticeship. Yet there is such an incredible promise here. Three times James reminds us of the fact that Jesus is coming again. And instead of trying to figure out, as many people are doing in this pandemic, exactly when this will be, we are rather led to find comfort in the fact that it will happen. And that death is not the end. James uses two different concepts for patience. The first in verse 8 is patience with respect to difficult people. The second in verse 10 is patience with respect to difficult situations. So in John 16.33, Jesus says, You will have suffering in this world. Be courageous. I have conquered the world. Jesus overcame on the cross. And he will be the one to wrap up human history. So we can patiently endure even in difficulty because we are secure in his hand. Of course, the question is, how do we develop such mature, patient endurance during trials? James gives three encouraging, instructive examples. The first is the farmer in verse 7. Farming and impatience cannot coexist. For the farmer must diligently labor in all seasons and then patiently wait for the harvest. In the same way, James sees us as spiritual farmers. When the going gets tough, God can produce a harvest in our lives. The fruit of the Spirit in our character from Galatians 5, you know, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. These are not things we develop in a book or a seminar, but rather are formed in seasons of trial. So let us endure with patience. The harvest will be great in us. Secondly, he uses the prophets in verse 10. A Jewish audience would understand this simple reference James makes to the Old Testament prophets. The prophets were individuals who knew that they were within the calling and purpose of God even when life dealt them difficult cards. In fact, the prophets encourage us that faithfulness is the biggest component of faith in trials. Trouble might not disappear tomorrow. But we can remain faithful in our calling, faithful in our loving service, faithful in our vocation before God.
2 Timothy 3.12 says that all who want to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Take heart though. Jesus remains good and we can faithfully endure. Finally, he uses the person of Job in verse 11. Now the book of Job is a long and complicated narrative wrapped in Hebrew poetry. But in summary, Job is initially humbled by calamity and suffering but is ultimately honored by God and given twice as much as he had before. But in Job's story of endurance, his very unhelpful friends made two mistakes. First, they tried to give definitive answers to circumstances that no human being can perfectly dissect. And secondly, they tried to convince Job that it was because of sin in his life that these terrible things were befalling him. Both times missing the fact that we are called to trust God's heart, not perfectly trace out God's hand. We can patiently endure because we can trust an unknown future to a known God. So as you reflect and pray today, here is a question. What would both faith and faithfulness mean in a season like this? Let's take this term in prayer, be honest and open, and let's trust God for a faith that works. I'll see you tomorrow.